Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to small town culture and values and the overall travel lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Good morning, Here with Diane Silvoka, I got it right. Yes. <laughs> with Travel on Purpose, uh, who is a friend of mine that I met through a mutual chat group and very excited to share her story with you here today on the My Town Travels podcast. And so she is going to tell you a little bit about Travel on Purpose. And so I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce her business to you today for us to get started on the wonderful things that she is doing with Travel on Purpose and her mission-based business. We'll so go right ahead, Christy. Diane. And thanks for having me today. Um, I recently launched Travel on Purpose um, prior to that. And yes, we did meet with a mutual friend and that's been such a neat space there. But I have for the past 10 years been doing family travel blogging and that grew out of kind of just, a, I sort of just happened upon it because I was a teacher for many years, and then when we started traveling with our young kids, I wanted them to be able to learn as much as they could when we were out traveling. And I absolutely love that intersection of education and travel. And so uh, just from the beginning, sharing with family and friends, and then it grew. And so that's what I've been busy doing for the last 10 years. And now, as our kids are older, they're now um, high schoolers, and our travel looks a little bit different because I'm not planning their curriculum anymore. And, um, you know, they are in traditional schools now. So um, this last year, I think a lot of people during this year of COVID had time to really kind of think about, um, you know, the future of travel and their own personal future of travel. And that's when I really just began to dream about what I would love to do moving forward. And, um, what really hit me was uh, our family has had some amazing opportunities to see good work that's being done around the world in our travels. We've mixed that in with some of the things that we've done, and it has had such a great impact on us that I wanted to be able to provide those opportunities for other people. So basically, Travel on Purpose is connecting travelers with organizations doing good, and it's really, um, there's really a few multifacets, I think, to um, the business model. It is travel that's culturally immersive and travel that is supporting the local economy. And I think we'll probably get into some of the details of that here in our discussion. But then the third part is travel that uh, gives travelers the opportunity to connect with someone um, who is there in that community making a difference. Okay. So, yeah, so one of the things I wanted to ask you what was what inspired you to incorporate specifically sponsoring a child. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things that I saw on your website, and so maybe that was one of the things that you were going to touch on. What was the inspiration behind that? And you talked about the local economy. How did you kind of choose those specific economies, specific uh, places that you are sponsoring? Um, maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead, but no, that's okay. how did you, <laughs> yeah, how did you choose, choose 
use those specific places and um, and specifically the sponsoring a child programs? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me start with the child sponsorship component. I actually added that on our menu of services toward the end um, prior to launching. And the reason I did that is because, well, first let me talk about the other two items on our menu of offerings. We plan customized trips for a group. So whether it's for your family or whether it is for your small group of friends or even a couple traveling alone or even a solo traveler, we do customized trips. Um, we are limited to eight different regions of the world, which I'll get into in a few minutes and tell you where and why. The other thing that, the second thing that we do is a couple times a year, we are gonna be offering group trips. And these are perfect for, so the date is set, the price is set, the itinerary set. Someone would look at that and they would say, oh, I would like to go on that trip. And the benefit of that is that you get to um, travel with other people who share your interests and everything's kind of, you know, figured out and planned out. And so um, those can be great ways to connect with other people. Um, so adding child sponsorship uh, visiting to the menu was something that I did towards the end. And the reason why is because there are a lot of people who have been supporting a child through a child sponsorship program, whether it be Compassion or World Vision. Those are kind of the two biggies, but there's a lot of smaller organizations. And when child sponsorship is done well, it is an incredible, absolute incredible, uh, life-changing thing for the child and also their family. It brings education, it brings um, health care, there's all kinds of community development that goes on with those programs and you know when we just give let's say $30 a month and strike up a relationship through writing letters back and forth it's just a really impactful thing for that child and their family and it also impacts us and a lot of people participate in those types of programs and have always dreamed of the opportunity to go and meet their child. And I would like to help mm. them do that. And so every organization has different requirements for when they can visit, how they can visit, what a visit looks like, and they're very protective as they should be. But if there's someone who approaches me and says, I would have always wanted to go and visit my Spencer child, can you help me do that? Um, we will do the legwork and we will figure out how to get them there. First by starting to coordinate with the, uh, with the organization and the regional directors and then every every detail even down to visas um, medication requirements you know uh you know if it's possible there's probably some places where it really isn't possible but um our family had the opportunity to meet children that we sponsor and i have to tell you it is an amazing and incredible experience and um, i love that yeah and you know and it brings a whole new level of when we write letters back and forth it's a whole different type of a relationship now that we've met them in person because we know them. We've been in their home. Uh, we've gotten to give them a big hug, you know, and it's, just, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's wonderful. So, yeah. Um, so let me now talk about the specific places. So we are offering travel to eight different locations and really this is grown out of, um, 
the places where I have connections to. I also have been involved in global nonprofit work for many years, and um, there are, you know, there are a lot of nonprofits out there doing a lot, a lot of work, and it's impossible for me to vet every single one of them. And so I started with the ones that I have connections to, and I, I've seen their work. I read their annual reports. I'm a donor. Um, I love what they do. I know the people who run the organization. And so I started there and, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel, I feel very confident about, um, connecting travelers with the work that they do. So specifically, you know, you can see it on the website too, but specifically they are, um, uh, starting in Latin America, they are Dominican Republic, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, Ecuador, and Costa Rica, and then uh, further abroad, Uganda and Serbia. There's more that are in the coming up that will probably be added in the next um, few months, but we're starting there. That's awesome. And so just curious, are there any um, specific places when you go there? I loved there was a spot on your website that says, your YTOP page mm-hmm. that, that says that, you know, you like to go beyond the touristy hotspots. Uh, you know, are there, could you tell us about some of your favorite places that you've gone? Like sure. it, when you travel to those places, I'd love to hear some of your, obviously the small town person in me, uh-huh. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to hear some of your, your be, beyond the resorty places that you like to travel there when you go to these places. Yeah, I mean the obvious one to to use as an example because I just booked travel for a family for this summer is the Dominican Republic. So a lot of people from the U.S. will head to the Dominican Republic and they go right to the resorts in Punta Cana. And I am not that is not the way I like to travel. And so if that's the type of vacation that people are looking for. I am not condemning them whatsoever. <laughs> Go for it. Um, but I, that is not, that is not a travel on purpose trip. And the reason for that is because, you know, you get to the places like that, those big, massive, all inclusive resorts, and um, you really don't have a culturally immersive experience. You can, you can go straight from the airport to that big resort, you know, have beautiful beaches. Um, but you, I'm not sure you can leave that country and say that you really have experienced the Dominican Republic. And so, I mean, of course, yep. if you get off resort and do those things, you can. But the trip that I just booked for my clients just this past week uh, takes them up to the north coast of the Dominican Republic. Uh, they'll be flying into another airport that's on the completely opposite side um, of the country and uh, visiting some small little eco-lodge type places. And we do not compromise on luxury when we do that. Um, I just posted a picture on Instagram and the stories last week of the hotel that I booked them in, but it is a beautiful, very luxurious, um, 10 little bungalow beachfront property that has a um, farm to table restaurant, 
Uh, you can walk right out your thatched roof bungalow that has your own private deck and hammocks right out into the ocean. Um, they have all kinds of services, including a full service spa. Um, but what I love about it, I personally have stayed there uh, three times with my family. And what I love about <laughs> it is that, um, you know, you know the owners because they are, um, they are local people who love hospitality and, and love the work that they do and love welcoming visitors. And so they are supporting their local economy by giving back to the community around them. And it's just a beautiful place. And so, you know, along with that, that whole North Coast um, area and also the Samana Peninsula, I'm a big fan of, that whole area is just full of those types of places. And, you know, I think it's wonderful for travelers to venture out to experience that side of the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Well, and I love what you're saying about how you don't have to compromise on luxury. You don't have to compromise on all the little comforts mm -hmm. when you start thinking small town or getting away from the resorts or, you know, I think that the resorts have done a really good job with marketing on having kind of the, the market on mm -hmm all of the fancy comforts and yeah. um and it's just not true you know it's just it's just not true and you know i mean and i'm not putting the resorts down either i mean resorts are, are great <laughs> you know they're, they, they're nice and... places but it's just not the way that i travel and like you said it's not the way that you travel and it's not the way that we do you know we do business with our clients either and it's just not um it's not true for the way that a lot of other people travel as well. And so I think that there's just a, there's a marketing gap there mm -hmm. <laughs> as far as funny that, you know, people will um, listen to what you tell them. And I think that there's a marketing gap there. Yeah, and I wanna say too that you know, those big resorts are employing a lot of local people. So, you know, we, yeah. I think it's important to keep that in mind. And so for that reason, I think it's great, but these little resorts that exist, they would love to have our business and they very often get overlooked because they're not what people tend to see in the, in the advertising brochures for these places. And they exist all across the world and they're, they're glad to have our um, tourism. Absolutely. Okay, everyone. I think this is a great place to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. You're invited to experience Tuscarawas County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscross County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit TravelTusk.com, that's TravelTusc.com to learn more. So you were doing travel blogging for a long time with your family and you said that you brought your family to the specific place that we're talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've stayed there several times. We even celebrated a milestone birthday for my husband there. And um, so, yeah, I have a great, 
a great, uh, great memories of that place. And, you know, and also in that community, there's a lot of other really neat things. Um, you know, I have my partner organization, the big organization that, um, travelers have a chance to connect with there, but there's also other really neat small places there. For example, there's a place called Monkey Jungle that's nearby, and it's a place where you can go zip lining and you can actually go and interact with monkeys, and it's really fun. But yeah. they are a nonprofit, and they give back 100% of their profit to the local poor community through medical care and dental care. And just little things oh. like that. So I've really scoured the areas and finding out what are those organizations, whether they are, um, you know, there's also a lot of ethical uh, fashion um, opportunities in that community where you can go and see people who are creating, whether it be jewelry or handbags or shoes, where they're providing employment and where you can do shopping and really feel good about your purchases. So those types of things to kind of uncover and add those into itineraries and say, make sure you stop by this little shop because here's what they're doing for the people in their community. Plus you can get a beautiful, you know, leather handbag. So yeah. <laughs> I just, I love all those types of things. And I think for, um, you know, people who are looking for that type of a travel experience where you can really interact with locals and, you know, learn more about the culture and the people that live there. Well, and I think that's important to mention, cause I mean, there are some people that when they travel, they may just want to be left alone, mm -hmm, <laughs> you know, they may, but, uh, yeah, I think that there are some people that when they travel, they just, they want to be left alone and they just, you know, they don't want anybody to bother them. But mm -hmm. yeah, but a lot of people that want that, like you said, immersive cultural experience, I mean, you're absolutely perfect for them. You know, you're absolutely the perfect, the perfect host <laughs> for them to be able to have that immersive experience um, and be able to give back. I think that it's absolutely wonderful. How long, so you were a teacher before you got into the travel business and it sounds like you were doing that um, probably while you were still a teacher as well for a while too. Um, but obviously you've been an entrepreneur. Um, I love that you're a female entrepreneur you know, how long have you been in business, would you say? And is there any uh, advice that you would like to give to any of the female entrepreneurs coming up in this business? Sure. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I think that it's really, really important to just um, dream and, um, you know, read a ton, do research. One of the things that my husband always says to our boys, and I love this, uh, as they're getting to that age where they're going to figure out what they're going to do with their lives, you know, he always says, you know, what are you good at? What are you passionate about? And what can you, how can you use that to make the world better? And, you know, I think that's good advice for everybody. And so, um, you know, for me, this was easy. I knew, I knew what I was passionate about as I really began to dream about pivoting what I was doing. And, uh, you know, and I believe I'm good at it too. I'm, I'm a very detail oriented person and, um, I've, you know, been planning travel for us for many, many years. And so it was a natural, natural pivot to be able to plan travel for others. Um, but then I did a ton of research, you know, who, who's doing what I wanted to do in this space. And, uh, and so I spent a lot of time doing that, scouring websites and then talking to people, um, you know, people who I knew would have 
some thoughts on this. Uh, people, particularly in the nonprofit world, you know, one of the questions I had when I started pursuing all of this was, how would nonprofits uh, like to have visitors, you know, come and see their work? So some some organizations are very much set up for service trips, uh, where people go and they volunteer and they do a project. Um, but this is really not much of a service trip. It's more of a vision trip or discovery trip. It's more about connecting with them and learning about their mission. And so the next thing that I did with my research was spending time talking to those organizations and those people and even people stateside that help with development and that kind of thing. And literally saying, poke holes in it, you know, tell me what I'm not seeing here. Tell me what I need to be aware of. And there were some very good conversations in there. So um, also, uh, I think, you know, I, I mentioned it already, but reading, I do a virtual book club each month. And the book we just finished this past month was called Plucking Up by Liz Forkin Bohannon. And uh, she is the, uh, talk about women entrepreneur, she is the founder of Seiko Designs, and it's an ethical fashion brand working in Uganda. That book was instrumental um, in me going towards my dream and pivoting what I'm doing, I would think that anybody in that space would find that book very useful um, because okay. she walks through her whole journey and all the mishaps and all the things that went wrong. There's a lot of really good advice, not even if you're going to start a business, just really anything in life. I would think that people could take away so many uh, truths and helpful uh, pieces of advice from that book. So I would highly recommend it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for the tip. I know that we're always looking for ways to get better. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, what's going to be what's going to be that next little thing that we can do to to get better. We're always looking for that next thing. Appreciate the advice. Mm -hmm. You know, um, is there anything else that you would like us to know? And I'll, then right after that, I would like to know where can we get all the information to be able to book with you? Yeah, well, I guess I would love to, you know, talk to any of your listeners who are interested in this type of um, travel experience. Uh, check out our group trips. We have a girls trip to Guatemala coming up in September and a family trip to Ooh. Uganda in November. And so we still have room in both of those trips to take more travelers. And so um, check that out. But you can get a hold of me on travelonpurpose.com. You can check out the website and see all of the things that we offer there. There's a contact link um, on every page. And so you can send me your information and I'll reach out to you. You can email me at info at travelonpurpose.com or you can find me on Instagram at travelonpurpose and you can send me a DM and I would be happy to reach out to you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Diane, again, for being on the show today. And again, one more time, Diane, tell us again where you can find us on travelonpurpose.com, correct? Yep. Travelonpurpose.com and Instagram travelonpurpose. All right. Thank you, Diane. And we will hopefully be getting some people to book those trips coming up here in the next few months. Everybody go ahead and book those trips coming up. And Diane, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Christy. It's been fun. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more about the towns we visit, just go to mytowntravels.com. To learn how to be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode, navigate to our podcast page where you can see more information on guests, listen to more episodes, 
and submit guest requests. It all starts at MyTownTravels.com.